What's up, y'all? My name's Leticia, and you're listening to Confessions from the Closet, a podcast all about vulnerability and overcoming. It's time we get ourselves unstuck from these boxes and these closets that we've allowed ourselves to be trapped in. We're so much bigger than these boxes we've been in. It's time we go deep, y'all. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another week of Confessions from the Closet. I'm going to do a little intro. This is my confession. confession. (laughs) I can't want it to do. (laughs) I'm way cheesier than I act on camera. Um, So my wife loves me. So this week I have my lovely wife joining me again. Isn't she beautiful? I'm saying this to get brownie points because we're both tired and it's late at night. And we have two kids. Um, So this week we are talking about the controversial topic, which is the whole reason I started a podcast like this. Um, It's like crazy. Yeah. This is the exact reason I started a podcast being a gay person who loves Jesus. Yeah. So the topic is, if you haven't figured it out, little Nas X, little Nas X and his Satan shoes and his new music video. Yeah. Which we both watched. I didn't know who that was. Yeah, so if you don't know who he is, if you've heard Old Town Road, he's the one who wrote that. It wasn't Billy Ray Cyrus, it was him. And it went viral on TikTok. And then they decided to get Billy Ray Cyrus to come onto the song. And then it blew up from there, and that's how his career started um, on TikTok, which I didn't even know TikTok was around two years ago. It was two years ago? Yeah, it was like 2019. Wow. So maybe we're getting old. I didn't know TikTok's been around for two years. I can't keep up with, with music. Or social media, <laughs> right? Yes. Like, mm. I'm so behind. <laughs> we have to tell me. And I was putting the thoughts together. It's like, oh, that, that, that guy? Song? He's gay? <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, I mean, his outfit was very. It was a little flamboyant. It was a little. Very, being from Texas. Now, with the way everyone dresses, it's so out there. So you really so can't just tell. Metro. Yeah. Yeah. Let me make a statement. I mean, but I'm not everywhere. gay. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Well, when I saw it, I was like, mm, is he? I don't know. But that's not how us Texans dress. So please don't claim that to be a Texan thing. Because, you know, most people who aren't from Texas think we all ride horses. And it would be <laughs> nice if I wanted to get up at 5 a.m. to take care of ours. No, we don't all ride horses in Texas. But anyways, his outfit was a little bit extra. Uh-huh. Even Billy Ray's in the music video, which we looked at today, they had like tassels and crap on him. Like, mm, nope. Yeah. But I don't like tassels Billy or Ray ruffles. Came or back. Billy Ray came back for mm-hmm. a minute. Mullet. Um, <laughs> Mullet, yeah. So if you haven't heard, these Satan shoes came out, which is what they're called. Um, so maybe I use those quotes incorrectly if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, they came out, I think, yesterday or the day before. They came out this last weekend. So yesterday would be the wrong day if by the time this releases. So they came out this past weekend in the the last weekend of March Mm -hmm. and um, they're black Nike Air Maxes with red soles that have one drop of human blood in them. They have a pentagram. Is that what it's called? The star, like the, the witchcraft star or whatever. And then they say Luke, I wrote it down, Luke 1018. Which got my Bible out. Um, 
Luke 10, 18, he replied, and this is Jesus speaking, the letters are, the words are in red. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Um, and that's just that verse. So in my opinion, and then most people's opinion, you cannot take a verse by itself, but that is what the verse that they used. And it's on the shoes. Um, what else with the shoes? I don't know. They're referred to as Satan shoes. They are only releasing 666. 666, which is also the devil's number six. Um, so it was very, like, obvious, like, Satan. He was making a statement. He was making sure. a statement, totally. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I'm making statements myself, but mine are different. Um, he also released his music video for his song, Call Me By Your Name. Call Me By My Name. Call Me By Your Name, mm-hmm. I think. Um, Lamar from Montero. Was it Montero? I don't know. Yes. I'm dyslexic and forgetful. Montero. Yes. Call me by your name, yes. Montero. That's okay. his name. His given name is yes. Montero. He goes by Lil Nas X, which is like his alter ego, which gave him the confidence to come out. Mm-hmm. So with this song, I researched a lot of it. And I'm not, I mean, I can't, I'm not good with dates. I also have a two-year-old I'm raising. Um, so I did as much research as I could today. He also when was it that you brought it up? Was it today? I brought okay. So yeah, backstory for us because we are very conservative lesbian moms. Um, we don't like using identity, but like let's be real, we are lesbians. We're married, obviously. She's not my best friend or my roommate. She's my wife. We have two kids together, um, but we're very. I mean, I use the word conservative. We're very protective of our children. Mm-hmm. We don't. We want to. We want to hold on to their innocence as long as possible. Right. Yes. And we are not blind to the fact that TV today, social media today, music today is a lot different than when we were kids. So it was yesterday, right? Was it yesterday? It was Sunday or Saturday. I don't know that I said, have you heard about the Satan shoes? It was this weekend. Today, Monday. Today's Monday. (laughs) What day is it? I don't know. I don't have a real job. I thought you told me today. No, you forgot I told you I wanted to talk about this topic all day. No, I told you. I told you. I think I told you Saturday. And then Saturday I said, have you heard about the Satan shoes? Okay. And you're like, what? I'm like, yeah. And he released this music. Okay. I cut you off short because you're like talking about the video. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Sounds too. I was like. I don't like, like he released this video and he's basically giving the devil a lap dance. Yeah. And I was like, I watched 30 seconds of it. Yeah. You know, I'm so dramatic. And I, I watched it. So I heard about it all over TikTok from people I follow. Like it came up on my feed and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. But I, I'm very, I've always been about um, protecting myself before I don't step into something that mm-hmm. might not be healthy for my spirit. Because I believe what we listen to, what we watch, what we walk into, even a person's home. Mm-hmm. Like I talked about with the depression thing. I mean, there's spirits and there's energies and you got to protect sure. yourself. So I prayed. The ball was in the backseat and it was like my moment in the truck in the driveway. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm just, Jesus protect me. <laughs> Holy yeah. Spirit. And I'm not even Catholic. Um, and I watched it for a minute and I was like, nope. And I turned it off. Um, because it's basically... I did end up watching the full thing today, which is Monday. Um, it's basically he's in the Garden of Eden is what it's supposed to portray. 
and then Satan falls like lightning and then he's in hell and at the end he's giving the devil a lamp dance. But what is the beginning? So he starts off saying You tell you watched it. I heard you yeah, watching it. I was listening to it, but the beginning is the beginning a part where the, he's, he's talking about part of it part is of it. his letter. Okay, so yeah. he wrote a letter to his 14-year-old self saying basically he's saying I'm sorry I knew we, I know we planned to never come out because he was never going to come out which says a lot to me as a gay person mm-hmm. it says one thing it says he carried shame and a lot of fear with that part of himself because he at 14 years old yeah. decided he was never going to come out publicly publicly and so in this song the beginning of the song he is reading that letter to himself that's what that is yeah and he's like, but he feels like he has an obligation as someone who's on, he has a platform to be open about who he is. Cause it's very obvious that he is, he's a little bit more flamboyant. Um, it's pretty obvious that he's gay. Like you have to be blind uh-huh. to me. I mean, he dresses really like good. <laughs> Do you not watch his TikToks? No, honey. Oh, I was you looking a, at some of his little job. videos or his, you didn't think one of his so? interviews and. No, I mean, I don't think he's like, well, like, we that? know a lot of gay men that are way flamboyant, but like, I mean, to me, it's obvious. I'm like, mm, he's gay. But so he, he is reading a letter to his younger self, which mm-hmm. is something I just wrote a letter to my younger self. It's like, it's going to get better. But he was reading it like, I'm sorry. I know we promised we would never do this, but it's going to be okay, basically. So where did he post that letter? Where'd you find that? I found it in an article about the video. They're like, he just wrote a letter to himself, but that's what he reads in the beginning of the music video. It's like okay. just him reading it. I thought that was important when I first heard him talk. I was like, oh. What did you think when you heard it? I mean, you watched it. And you, I had already told you, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. Oh, my heart was pounding. So I was like, oh my God, I don't like to see anything dark. This, like the spirit. Yeah. Like the, well, you can, I mean, we're both sensitive to, always we, have been like, we have the Holy Spirit in us, which yeah, makes no, you sensitive to demonic spirits. Yeah. And it was made in a demonic thing. Um, I don't think he's telling people to be devil worshipers, but it could easily happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely disturbing. It was disturbing. And so we started talking about the thing. Did you hear about that? Anything I want to <laughs> yeah. see again. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. Yeah. I made myself watch the whole thing. Yeah, I just wanted to. I was just like, I just need to the see hell. the whole thing and see what it's about. Mm-hmm. Because what I remember today, so I tried to watch it Saturday and it's Monday. What I remember today, and this is the truth, is that the power of God is in us and we walk in authority. We have the power of God in us. And that's what we mm-hmm. believe. And God is and always will be more powerful than Satan. So anything that's dark, we can't walk in fear. We have the power to say, like, no, in Jesus' name, you have to be gone. You can't yeah. be in this house. You can't be in this family. Um, and that's the truth. We can't be afraid of darkness because it's scary. Like, yeah, it's scary and it makes us feel uncomfortable. But does that mean we aren't able to handle it? No, I don't think so. I think, I mean, I kind of talked about it last week, but Apollo was in the hospital when we were on vacation. And the whole time my thoughts wanted to go to, oh my God, what if something's wrong? What if he has a brain bleed? You know, what if, what if, what if, all the bad things? And it was like, no, 
you know, we're, God gave them to us. Mm -hmm. And that's what I said. I finally had to be like, no, and, and find my authority. And it was like, God gave them to us, Satan. You cannot take him. He is ours. He is God's leave. And I believe that is a big reason besides the fact that I said that and claimed that I knew everyone at the house that mm -hmm. couldn't go, you couldn't go to the hospital because there was only one parent could go. I believe just stepping into our authority is a big thing. And y'all were all stepping into y'all's authority, claiming his life and that yeah. he was okay. And it's the same thing with watching this video. It made us uncomfortable, but the truth is that cannot take over our life. Like watching that isn't going to penetrate our life because oh. we, were, we rebuked that. Yeah, of course. Um, and so, which is why I was like, finally watched it. Like, you know what? You have more power than this video. You walk in power. Yeah. But you have to claim it and believe it. Um, so... I mean, he was clever with his releasing of the Satan shoes and his releasing of his music video because the Satan shoes caused a lot of controversy. And because of the controversy, I'm sure there are a lot of Christians that also watch the music video. I mean, we're Christians. Um, and so it was all very timely and promotional and he, he was wise in his distribution of it. But um, why we are talking about this was originally we were like, oh, Amaya's not watching this show because we try to be relevant with what's happening in the world. Mm -hmm. When Cardi B's WAP came out, we were camping in Oklahoma and I saw it while I was getting Apollo down. And I was like, I watched that video. It's like, hell no. Like, Amaya, you're never listening to Cardi B again. Her music, her lyrics are not for you. They're not for me. That, that video disturbed me way too much for me. I'm Nope. Um, that's our job <laughs> is to see what's happening in the world and be like, okay, we're not going to do this. This yeah. isn't okay. Which also happened with the old town road. I started listening to the lyrics and I was like, hmm, it's catchy, but am I, you can't listen to this or sing it anymore. It's not for you. You're eight. Yeah. It's our job as parents. So, we were all up in arms about Nike and I was like, we're done with Nike. We're done with it on Saturday. You and said <laughs> I did. You didn't. I'm very dramatic. I'm the dramatic one in the marriage. <laughs> I knew it wasn't. But as a couple days have passed and I've seen and read and researched more, Nike did not promote those shoes. I read an article. Those were already created Nike Air Maxes and a company who creates custom shoes worked with Lil Nas X and they created those together. Nike didn't endorse them. Nike didn't make them. They were just already made Nikes that a company bought and then painted. And the blood was actually from their staff, which is another thing. Um, but the thing that got us was our friend posted a thing talking about Lil Nas and it was one of his posts that he had made. And he's like, y'all are so mad at me. I mean, I'm not quoting this. I'm just, you know, I don't have my, my phone is filming us. Do you have it? Yours is it on airplane? Okay. Just silent. Give me a second. Um, let's see. Oh, you had it up and then it went away. Oh my gosh. Come on. Type right. Andrew. Sorry, I said your name. <laughs> okay, so our friend said this. Everyone is up in arms about the Satan Nikes. 
by Lil Nas X, the rapper dude. I saw this quote he made and it broke my heart for him. Turn hurting people away in the name of God and it shatters them forever. And then that heart of shame and pain turns into anger for a God that they only think exists, religion. They become famous and spread that same message to other searching people, kind of like the bread and fish story in reverse. My brain never shuts down. It's questioning, but I know this isn't it. We must do better. And his post that she shared says, I spent my entire teenage years hating myself because of the shit y'all preached would happen to me because I was gay. So I hope you are mad. Stay mad. Feel the same anger you teach us to have towards ourselves. It's so powerful. Yeah. And we read this yesterday, which was Sunday. And it like stopped me in my tracks. I was in the store when I read it and I read it to you. It was like late last night. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, did you read her post? And it one gave me empathy for him and reminded me he's a human. He's also a gay black man. And from everything I know, researching LGBTQ communities, I know that being a gay, I know, I think in the Mexican community too, the Hispanic community, Mm -hmm. but I know for sure in the black community, being a gay man is like super detestable. Being a gay man is way more harshly looked upon than being a gay woman. As far as I've seen and understood. But, um, I, it, I was praying about it all day today and it's just, it really upset me because if you grew up in a Christian home and knew you were gay, especially he's 20, I think 22. So I'm 33 Mm. and you're 38. I know back then, for me, I believed I was an abomination. I believed. Well, even, and then think about the people that are older than us and had to deal with it before. Even worse. It was even worse. Worse. Yeah. Talk about hidden. Talk about hate. Shame. Self-hatred. Yes. Suicides. Yeah. Beatings. Which still happen today. Yeah. Because there's still this religious spirit and this belief that being gay, one, is a sin, which it's not. It's not. (laughs) It's absolutely not a sin. And you can go look up the 1946 documentary, the 1946 Bible documentary. And it is everything I studied as I was coming out. It's all the same beliefs that I studied coming out, which says that that word homosexuality was put into the Bible. It was put into the Bible. I didn't know what year it was till this year. I knew it was within the last hundred years, but it was in 1946 that the RSV translation decided a group of men, pretty sure there was zero women on the board because women were irrelevant back then, sat down at a table to retranslate the Bible And decided to put in the word homosexuality instead of what its original meaning was, which was arsenokoitai, which most likely most of the time translated to having a boy sex slave, which was pedophilia. Mm -hmm. Had nothing to do with being in a committed, monogamous, same-sex relationship. Yeah. But yet, 
Here I go, getting irritated. Our whole lives, we were made to believe we were not just sinners for being attracted to women, but the worst of the worst, the most detestable, an abomination, act on it and you're going to hell, sinners. Yeah. From the time I was a child. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. And so I think about him. And he's younger than us. And so you think, oh, it's not as bad because I don't know his family. I don't know how religious they were. I don't know. I mean, I know I read he has like seven brothers and six mm-hmm. sisters. And I told you, how many times do you think those brothers called him? And I hate this word, so I apologize for using it, but called him a faggot. Yeah. If he did something that was maybe a little bit girly or did something that girly. And I say girly because we put on these gender Oh, pinks for girl, girls and blues for boys and dolls are for girls. And this, like, not in our house. If you like it, fine. That's cool. You, you do you. Yeah. But we don't know what he grew up with. We don't. And no one does. Obviously, he but grew up being told. So quick to hate. Yeah. And obviously, he, be, he grew up being told, if you're that, you're going to hell. And he's like, be mad. I grew up mad. Mm-hmm. And I think... And I said this, I'm pretty sure in last week's podcast, um, that inner child gets wounded. When we're children, we get wounded. We take it in. I think especially by the age of 10, we start just stop being who we are and we start being who we think we're supposed to be. That's when I started doing that because I realized I was gay and I started hiding myself. And I look at him. And I just see it, a wounded child. And some of the comments on our friend's post, I wrote them down. And it just, it just irritated me because it's like, this is what's wrong. And bring you back to it took place. Me, it took me back to me being a nine-year-old, 10-year-old, 12-year-old kid. Yeah, me too. Hearing this stuff. And so I'm going to read it. And I mean, I'm not going to use your name, but if you see this and you want to come talk to me, like I'll gladly talk to you. I'll probably message you before this releases because I have respect for you. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to, I wanted so. to comment on this because there are gay kids reading these comments today that are in the closet that know you, that go to your church, that look up to you. And your comments could hurt them because they reminded me of me being a kid, hearing things. We didn't have Facebook, thank God, when I was a kid, Yeah, which is why I can't have a smartphone because I'm like, nope, it's dangerous. Social media is not okay. Um, So he has a choice to do what he wants with what he has given, what he was given, and he chose wrong. Putting these shoes out to the public when so many young children look up to him is wrong. I feel bad for him, but he needs to still make right decisions and set a good example with the position he's been given. Okay, so that was the first comment I read. And yesterday Mm -hmm. I was about to respond back. And I mean, I was heated. My heart was racing, which usually when my heart races like that, which is starting to do right now. I'm feeling the Holy Spirit. I'm feeling righteous conviction. I'm feeling righteous anger. I have no hate for this person. But I disagree completely with the spirit behind this response. Absolutely. And I will say it to your face. I don't have any. I have 
I have been quiet long enough, which is why I created this podcast. I have held my tongue to be respectful. I have held my tongue to not offend. I have held my tongue and let injustice happen too many times knowing better. And I'm done. Yep. I'm done. I'm not going to let one more gay kid feel like they're going to hell if I have anything I can do. So he has a choice to do what he wants with what he was given and he chose wrong. Okay, first of all, if he believed his whole childhood that he was going to hell, he wasn't shown love. He wasn't shown kindness. He didn't have a place to go. Now he's grown up and he felt accepted in a place that probably worships Satan. That was the first place he felt love and acceptance, being himself. What the hell else is he supposed to do? Everyone who claimed that they were Christians, meaning they follow Christ, told him he was a piece of crap and going to hell. What else is he supposed to do? What other choice does he have? He's just supposed to believe in a God that you told him hates him? And then the response. Um, I don't even think I need to read the response, but another another comment. I don't think you should put out Satan's shoes if you don't believe in God. You can't have one without the other. So that being said, he chose wrong. Again. He was told God doesn't love him. He was told God hates him. He's probably told God believes he's an abomination, detestable. He's going to hell. He will not inherit the kingdom of God. These are all scriptures that have been used against being gay. There's seven of them. They're called the clobber passages. They're all incorrectly used because of the 1946 Bible, where they put in the word homosexuality, which is a Christian-made word. Again, I repeat, Christian-made words, so please don't call me a homosexual ever. I hate the word as much as I hate the word fag. I know. (laughs) I get so freaking mad because I hated myself for so long because of this bullshit. And I don't care that I'm cussing. I told you I didn't want to cuss on this, but it's like it's the only way I know how to express my anger and frustration. It's bullshit. And if you literally believe this with your heart, like you think this is right. I don't know that, you know, the Holy Spirit yet. And I'm not saying this is a mean thing. But like I knew as as a as I was coming out, it never set right with me. So I'm like, but I love you, Jesus. Why did you make me this way? I love you. I'm a good kid, God. I'm a good kid. Why did you make me gay? Why did you make me the worst thing in the world? But I love you so much and I hear your voice and I do what you ask me when you lead me to give something away to a poor kid that lives across from me just to be kind and show him love because he doesn't get as much as me, even though I'm a poor kid too. So why did you make me the worst thing in the world? Why did you, why did you make me this? Why did you give me this? I love you, Jesus. Why did you, why did you do this to me? So that's where this like anger comes from is it's like this person. And I've wanted to respond to this post all ever since yesterday when I saw this and it's just like, I didn't know how to write in text the emotions I feel. Cause it's like, you're wrong. You're freaking wrong. You have never been a gay kid growing, growing up in a Christian home, believing you were literally the worst piece of crap simply for who you were attracted to before you even knew what attraction was you were mm. attracted to. You chose wrong. 
they, they weren't given a choice. They literally weren't given a choice. He wasn't given a choice. Yeah. His choice was God hates you because you love boys. Oh, this had to be damaging at an early age. He's a young kid. He's a baby. He's still 22. He's like still a a child. Yeah. Another response back, like they're going back and forth on this and I'm just reading the ones that are irritating me. I think you're giving him too much credit. LOL. This isn't an LOL situation. I think he believes in God and he's just mad at him. He's acting like a child. He's mad at their parents. You don't put that much effort into something that you don't believe in. I'm sad for him and I hope that he has a change of heart. But until then, I'm not going to let my kids listen to his music. First of all, we're not listening to his music either. We stopped listening at Old Town Road. Yeah. I mean, I say this with worship songs every time. Like if you listen to the words, it can heal your heart. If you are listening to the words as you're singing them, mm-hmm. it can literally heal your heart. Same thing goes with every, everything, you every song, right. every, yeah. like oh, every show you watch, every movie you watch, the energy behind it can change you for the good or for the bad. Yeah. So we protect our kids. That is it. It is our job can, to yes. protect our children until they are adults. And still we're going to try, mm-hmm. even though we need to let them fly. Yeah. And God, they're still babies. We don't have to do that yet. You're giving him too much credit. Like, because he has a platform, he's supposed to do it for God. He didn't get the platform, as far as he's concerned, from God because he believes God hates him. So read um, our other friend's post. Okay. About what I can't read any more of this? Because one of no. them is, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <sighs> I mean, the thing with the thing- that person is that they, they clearly don't understand. They don't get it. Maybe and, not and have... Somebody gay that they're well, close no, to. They do. Or... They do have someone gay in their lives. And this is the thing. I'm probably one of the only gay people in their lives. And I'm on a worship team and I'm married. And Jesus is the center of our marriage. And we prayed for our children and we got children and we pray over our children. And one of our children is about to be baptized. And both of our children have been dedicated in that same church. I am the gay person they know. And I'm not saying this to be mean to them. I talked to Veronica about this today. My sister. And I talked about this conversation. I said, I'm just, I'm really irritated. And she's, and and my sister said, well, you know, you love God. And I was like, but I'm the exception to the rule. Maddie's the exception to the rule. We are the very small percentage of gay people who still have a relationship with the Lord. And we were hurt by the church. Kind of easily gone the other way. We were never hurt by God. We were hurt by the church. And the people. And And people. Mm-hmm. In our families, people in our close Work. communities who claim the name of God. And so to us, like I said with my mom's episode, you may be the only Bible people ever read. You. They might not own a Bible, but you are representing God. You're representing Christ. And if you're hateful and you're yucky and you're nasty, I don't know why I use the word yucky, <laughs> but if you're just gross to them, mm-hmm. you're not loving, then you're not being godly because God is love. Obviously, he didn't have that. Obviously, that wasn't what he was given. We are lucky. I've tried to commit suicide several times. I've gotten to the point in our marriage where I'm like, babe, I'm getting there. I'm not doing well. My depression is taking over. I know where it's going to lead because I've been through it so much. And my suicide and my depression all roots from 
being a gay Christian kid who thought they weren't enough just being themselves. That's where it stems from. Yeah. Even into my adulthood, even to my happy marriage, loving children, awesome children. That's where it's it all started. Ending, yeah. It's still there. Yeah, for sure. It's still there. And I told my sister, I'm like, like, y'all see me. I'm rare. I'm, I'm, it's, it's not common to be gay and to be hurt your whole childhood and be like, but Jesus loves you. And he died for you. I mean, we're in resurrection, resurrection week, like Wednesday is Passover. We're not Jewish, but we, we, we acknowledge that in our church. For sure. You know, Friday's good Friday. Sunday's Easter. He is risen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Yeah. But not everyone's that fortunate to like have this relationship with God. I told my sister, I was like, look, I was raised in a home where the Holy Spirit was thick and present always. Like we watched Lift Him Up VHSs every day. We didn't have TV. We had a VCR. We had the Lift Him Up worship. I'll try to insert a clip. It's on YouTube. That's what we watched and listened to all day was worship. Mm. I was very protected. I was prayed over all the time. I was loved. I hear your stories about, you know, not being able to do things or watch things. We couldn't watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch because my dad's friend sacrificed his fingers to the devil watching that. I was like, Dad, I'm not going to cut off my fingers. Like, I like my hands. Thank God, because yeah. I'm a freaking musician. I use them. I'm a carpenter. I use them. But, like, literally, it was, I mean, it was a little extreme. Mm-hmm. But we were very protected. I could only listen to Candle 88. Couldn't listen to country music because it was about sex and beer. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, like, we talked about the last episode. I believed I would only it's have funny, boys. But, you know, it was it's, for a good reason. I was raised and I was protected. And I'd always I tell Maya, now, I'm like, I'm like, I know you think I'm crazy and I know you hate me right now, but one day you'll thank me for protecting you. You'll thank me for your flip phone. Yeah. We're just trying to do our best. That's all we can do. Yeah. We're not going to like, oh, well, all the other kids have smartphones. I don't give a crap. They ain't my kids. Like one, they're expensive and you're not going to take care of it. Two, you don't need social media or internet. You have a computer. You can use that. If you need to Google or watch, what's that game? Prodigy. You want to play Prodigy. That's all you need. Be among us, whatever the game she is, she plays that on your phone. I'm like, sorry, you're 10. It's 2021. But all this, I mean, I did, and I'm saying this, I'm irritated about the comments because it's just like, oh, so, oh, so I need to read the. Okay, you're right, but fix your mic because I feel like just like turn it last. Okay, I'll read our friends. Check, check, one, two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to cut that out. <laughs> Okay, so our other friend who has a very awesome YouTube channel, I'll link it in the comments. His name is Chad, and he has helped me. Him and his wife have helped me so much with this podcast, and I haven't shouted them out yet. Um, The first few episodes, they lent me their lights. They've helped me with keywords for my YouTube channel. Such wonderful So many, like, just they started a year ago, and they've just done so well through research and just trial and error. and Just they've killed it. So anyways... um, Chad wrote this today. So the Satan shoes are creepy and definitely cross a line. I mean, a drop of human blood and everything else going on with the shoe is too much. However, I'm more upset about the reason little Nas X is pushing this agenda. 
It's because the church hurt him. Religion hurt him, and it's not okay. Behind this bizarre shoe is a person that the church scarred. Instead of losing our minds because the shoe is evil, I think Christians should be asking ourselves if we are pushing an entire community away from the love of God. We're the problem here, not some shoe, and I wish we were mature enough to admit it. P.S. I think the shoe is weird and disturbing. I just don't think that's more important than the person. (laughs) Absolutely. Which is exactly like our whole point is as being people in the LGBTQ, however many alphabet mafia letters, um, being part of that community, which I think I've had such a hard time claiming because of the stigma that comes with being that in the Christian world. I don't like to claim it because being that in Christian is such an uh, like opposing thing. And I mean, I don't really care anymore. And I'm sorry to the LGBTQ community and I'm not sorry to the Christian community because I am who I am and I love Jesus and he loves me. (laughs) He didn't mess up, which I believed my whole life. Yeah. I believed, I don't think I've said this yet, um, For so many years, I believed like, okay, he made my friend, he made my sister, he made my other friend, he made my mom, he made everyone. And he just like took all this time, you know, he knit you together in your mother's womb, as the scripture says. And he took all this time and he did this and he did this and he did this and he made them perfect. They're made, we're made perfect in his image, as the Bible says, Mm -hmm. right? We're made in the image of God in his likeness. We're perfect in his eyes, right? And then he made me. And while he was making me, he sneezed and he messed up and I became gay and I was a mistake. And I believed that for so many years. Yeah, it's. I. It's tough. Literally. And I talked about this with my mom, like in her episode. I And this isn't to boast or brag. This is just to show the home I was raised in and my faith. And I, I this is what I told my sister. This is why I always knew God had my back. Like when I came out, the church hurt me. God didn't. Yeah. Say that again. The church hurt me. God didn't. He never left my side. People hurt me. Humans. And I forgive them because they're human and we make mistakes. I did some of the crap. I said some of that crap when I knew I was a gay and being a gay, (laughs) when I knew I was gay and being a hypocrite at FCA, I said some of that and I've apologized for it. But when I was five years old, I knew the voice of the Holy Spirit. I remember sitting on the bathtub in my mom's, my mom's, it was my parents' home, in our home, little tiny bathroom with the heater on the wall, asking for the Lord to come into my heart, praying with her. I remember going to the church and telling them, I asked the Lord into my heart. I remember getting baptized in my backyard by my dad at nine years old. I remember all these things. Mm -hmm. But I knew the voice of the Holy Spirit at that age. Five. And I told my sister, I was like, that is why. I never went to the devil because the Holy Spirit was so thick on me that anytime I felt his presence, just like when we watched that video today, the Lord pulled me back and told me to walk away. He protected me when I tried to commit suicide. He protected me and saved my life. And I'm not saying that to be like, oh, those kids who did succeed weren't protected. I'm saying I was. There's Mm -hmm. no other way to explain it. I should have died at least one time. I should have died. God saved me. Through a human, but he saved me. 
Yeah. As Christians, and I've had my own moments as a knowingly gay Christian, we have done wrong. We have messed up. If you truly believe that those scriptures are talking about same-sex, loving, Christ-centered, or not Christ-centered, loving, monogamous, just healthy relationships are condemned to hell. If you truly believe that, I mean, I, I just don't think you know the Holy Spirit because everything in me is like, how can you believe that's true? How can you believe that's true? I mean, I was, thank God my emotions are way more in control right now. Cause even today when I was talking to Veronica, I was like, I wanted to cry. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, I'm so sad for him. I'm so sad for that little boy that's hurting. That feels like Satan is the only place he's welcome. Which for the longest time, we felt like two and two is the only place we were welcome to be until we found our church more. Yeah. And I was like, I can't, this is, can't be the only place we're welcome. We have to find something better. He didn't find that. He didn't find that. And my heart broke because everyone's so freaking mad about the damn shoes. Like it's our job to protect our kids from buying the shoes, which Mm -hmm. who has a thousand dollars to buy shoes? I'm sorry. If you buy them, you're crazy. Thousand (laughs) dollar shoes. My feet smell way too bad (laughs) to buy over a hundred dollars. Like, nope, got to get new shoes again. Yeah. Or to let them listen to crappy music that's speaking words that is like speaking death over them. It's our job to protect them. But my heart broke because this guy, whether it be through this podcast or someone who loves Jesus enough to not be afraid of what he's walking in, to go and be his friend, he's he's screaming for love. He wants God, but he hasn't found it. And he's in an industry that is overtaken by the devil. And if you don't see that, open your eyes. It's obvious. It's obvious in so many things. He wants to be loved. That's... He wants to be loved. And I told my sister, yeah. I was like, whether it be through this podcast or someone who loves Jesus and isn't afraid of darkness, he's not past saving. Jesus, God, Holy Spirit, absolutely loves and adores him. If the murderer on the cross could be saved in his last breath, why can't he? And that's what matters right now. Not the damn shoes. Yeah. Not his video. Don't let your kids listen to it. Don't listen to it. It's fine. Don't hate him for it. Know that he is a hurting person yeah. in a broken world. Jesus came to save the lost and the sick. Income for the righteous. He came for the wounded. And this guy's wounded. Absolutely. And God absolutely loves him. That's why I'm so mad. Like, well, we've both been there. Yeah. Because it's so many people that are, might even still be going there, going through it right now and seeing, seeing that. I mean, think about the kid that's either going to say, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. F all the Christians, F everyone, or. Yeah. How many of us Christians are saying you're welcome here? Nothing about sin. Nothing. Don't bring up. Oh, we love the sin. Love the person. Hate the sin. Don't be like, we're all sinners. None of that crap. Who cares about sin? Who can drop that word? Stop talking about sin. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. That has nothing to do with us. That's Holy Spirit conviction, not person conviction. Yeah. Stop. Because I'm so sick of seeing comments where like, we're all sinners. No. Without using the F word, F that. Yeah. Stop using that. We believed our entire freaking lives from the moment we knew we were attracted to the same sex that we were sinners, especially if you were raised in a Christian home. Even if you weren't raised in a Christian home, I'm sure you heard it. You were, yeah. Bullied. Because it is, it is the thing that they decided. They decided gay, being gay was it. It was the worst thing. Mm-hmm. Worse than being a murderer. Worse than being divorced. Worse than being an adulterer. Worse than being everything under the sun. That was the worst. Yeah. Stop using, oh, we're all sinners. I don't want to hear your crap. Duh. Yes, we are. I don't want to hear it. Just love them. Just love them like Jesus loves them. I'm not even talking about myself. I don't really care. I don't need, I don't need it. We are surrounded by people who love us, which is why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Everyone deserves it. Everyone deserves love, no matter their past, no matter their current situation, no matter whatever. God loves all of us. We are all his children. I'm sorry. It's just so freaking touchy. Of course. And if you haven't walked through it, please try to listen to our stories and try to walk in our shoes and understand it. Because that is why, even though I disagree with the weird Satan shoes, and the creepy video, as much as I disagree with Cardi B's wop crap that's being everywhere. I mean, God loves her too. Yeah. He didn't put the story about the murderer on the cross in there for no reason. He was saying everyone is worthy of my love and my salvation. It's just them being loved and choosing that. It's mm-hmm. grace. As Pastor Daryl says, it's a gift. We just have to accept it. And he unfortunately has been so hurt by this community and he's not the only one. And by this community, I mean the Christian community, the religious nonsense, the religious spirit. God was not religious. Jesus was not religious. Jesus opposed the religious, as I said in our last thing, the Pharisees. Can we please just be loved? Yeah, please. So the whole sorry. No, it's <clears throat> I see you. <laughs> I see your passion. Yeah, just it's but, like <laughs> just the pain and golly, people are just so mean. Yeah, I mean I have and, f- not just with gays, but er, in general, but if you are just to love your neighbor, whoever that may be. You don't see gay, you don't see color, you don't see anything. Oh, nothing. You just love the person. Love. See their that heart. That is my biggest thing. Love, 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 love. See their Everyone. heart. Just see their heart. You don't have to see anything else. Just look for their heart. And you'll see the person. But we don't. We judge a book by its cover. Yeah. I mean. We're all made from the same. God. Same God. It's like every one of us. So many people. I don't think I don't think I'm sorry to make this a straight gay thing, but that's what it is. There's so many straight people who do not understand the Or don't even want to understand. They don't even want to, they're like, oh, they should get over it. They should make the right choice. No, like we weren't given a choice. We were literally like, tell me one thing it's a, a 
Some people think that it is a choice. A choice to be gay. It's it's. I would have loved to be straight. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm saying this. No. We've talked about this. We've talked about I this. I told my sister, it would have been way freaking easier to be straight. Would have been easier to probably get pregnant. <laughs> would have been a... My dad would have been at my wedding. My dad would have walked me down. The, you know, like so many things yeah, would have been that easier. Life would have been easier, but just the Everything, whole concept being of, accepted yeah, of life, not having <laughs> self-hatred as a child, how everything would have been easier. I didn't choose this. I yeah. just chose to be true to myself that I did choose that. We fought it for so long. Which, yeah. And now I'm finally like walking in my truth so much that it's just like, my power is coming back. Like my authority that God's given me as a child of his is coming back. And I'm just like, mm, I don't care. You disagree. Bye. Yeah. Somebody used to say, bye, Felicia. Like, I don't, I don't care anymore. I've told you the whole reason I started this podcast is like, I would rather do this poorly <laughs> and struggle through it than be a year from now and be like, I didn't do what God kept telling me to do and feel like I disappointed him. I don't care what any other person believes. I don't care about negative comments. I don't give a crap. Come at me. I would rather disappoint any human than God. Mm. 100%. I can't disappoint him anymore by being too afraid to do what I'm called to do. Too many of us have been hurt in the name of God. And God's like, nope, I love you. You're perfect. I did not sneeze. I did not mess up. Your love is valid. Your love is beautiful in his eyes. He loves you. That's it. End of story, period. Not we're all sinners, not none of that. Yeah, I sin. I'm a terrible mom. I guess at my children sometimes. Sorry. I lose my temper. I argue with my wife. I'm a sinner, okay? I envy. I'm jealous. I do all those things, but my loving you is not a sin. Never has been, never will be. Sorry. End of story. We don't need to keep talking about sin when we talk about gay people. Like, it's enough. Yeah. We're all sinners. Guess what? Guess what? Resurrection week. Jesus died for all those sins, so why are we still talking about it? Why aren't we just loving each other? Like Jesus loved the woman at the well. Like Jesus loved the tax collector. Nobody talks about that. Like Jesus loved the prostitute, whatever. She was the woman at the well. Well, Like Jesus loved They forget about them. Yeah. No, they just are concerned about gay people. They're concerned about the gay people. It's like feed the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like an asshole. I'm sorry. Stop. Can I say it? No. Why? It's the truth. <laughs> what are you gonna say? Feed the homeless and take care of the single mother. But what about the gay person who everyone is? They're getting kicked out of their homes. They're they're not welcome in the church unless oh, they fix themselves. I'm saying the the church is so concerned. About the homeless and the single mother. But what about the kid who got kicked out for admitting that they liked the same sex? What about them? You don't feel that on your heart? Yeah. What about them? They're still his children. It's not a sin. I'm sorry. There's so many kids that. 1946 documentary, please come out already. They turn to drugs, they turn to alcohol, they turn to. And then they end up homeless. Everything because they're so lost. Nobody loves them. No. Nobody loves them. That's how they feel. God does. But I love you. Oh, you're gay. Oh, let's fix that. Yeah. I'm just tired of it. So (laughs) 
maybe we should wrap up because I'm pretty sure it's late. Our children, it's 12. Our children. So bad. Little Nas. Little Nas X. I don't know that you'll ever see this. I hope you do. That would be awesome. Um, I would love to have a conversation with you. And I'm not afraid of you. I think you look like an amazing person. Um, I love Jesus and I'm gay and I do know that he loves you. And I'm sorry that that was not something you were ever shown. Um, but I'm here to defend you in that you didn't have a choice, but I, I would love to talk to you and God loves you. I mean, God loves you. Yeah. Any gay person, everyone, any, you're, we're all children of God. And if you haven't experienced his love because people are, um, confused, we'll say, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for joining me, honey. You're welcome. I know honey. it's late and you got to work tomorrow, but I really appreciate it. Of course. So until next week, as I always say, have a great one. Love you. Love you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to my mom's podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, turn on the notifications and give this video a big thumbs up. Also, thanks for your comments and your feedback. Hey guys, thanks. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening to my podcast. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> You're not recording, are you? You're not recording, are you? I am. Oh, Why did you just pick a wedgie? Front I'm wedgie? Trying to fix my <laughs> fat belly. So. You don't. That angle, it was way better. The one that you had before. Because you weighed 70 pounds. Oh, shit. I gained 70 ounces. One of those pounds. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Came that angle. <laughs> that angle had 70 pounds. Thank you, Jesus, for guiding us and your spirit and your presence in the podcast. Lord, bless those who need it. Get this in the right hands. Be as well. Amen.